Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Remember that Bob Marley song, Get Up, Stand Up, Stand Up for Your Rights. Get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight. That is the best mantra for self-advocacy. And it's a strong mantra for building your brand. Forgive me for trying to sing, okay? But it really is powerful. Marley's telling us to stand up for ourselves, to stand up and be counted. So what is it that gets in the way of doing that? Sometimes we're afraid. Sometimes we've just been acculturated to acquiesce. Sometimes we just don't want to do it. We don't want to exert the energy. There are any number of reasons for avoiding self-advocacy, but we're going to get beyond the reasons and get to what it is and how to do it. It is essential for building an assertive, confident brand. And I think it's also pretty important to feeling good about yourself. Self-advocacy, by definition, is the act of representing yourself, your views, and your interests. It's all about owning your journey, knowing your rights and your responsibilities, and engaging in problem-solving that honors your interests. People strong in this skill are participants and determinants in the decisions that impact their lives. They're not victims, and they see themselves as positive actors with strong self-efficacy. Strong self-advocates, they're confident and they're competent. If you listen to my podcast, you know that I love that, confident and competent. They're able and they're willing to think independently, able to assert themselves without aggression. They're comfortable making the choices and the decisions that impact their lives. So how do you develop it and how do you demonstrate it? Let's run through five steps for building the capacity for self-advocacy. The first step is developing self-awareness. If you're a regular listener, you know that this is the first step in emotional intelligence and that I am hooked on emotional intelligence. Self-awareness as it relates to self-advocacy is all about knowing what you want and don't want, what you'll accept and what you won't accept, knowing your core values and understanding the principles that guide your life. Once you've got clarity on that foundation, it's easier to move to the next step. Once you know, you can get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Thanks, Bob Marley. Up next, the second step is to look at the issue, the dilemma, or the problem you're facing and decide very clearly where you stand on it and why. Does your position reflect your core values? Is it a position or a stance that matters to you? If you have to fight a battle on this issue, will it be worth it? So now you're starting to dissect the issue so that you can be certain to take the time to understand the components, other perspectives, and nuances of the issue. you got to understand all that. And I'm saying this because very few issues are black and white. It's really important to know exactly what you're addressing 
when you're formulating your stance. Now, did you notice this? The first two steps are internal. They require thought and reflection. It doesn't make any sense to take a stand to articulate a position if you haven't done a thorough analysis beforehand. Self-advocacy isn't just about passion and feeling and emotion. This tool for brand enhancement enables you to formulate a thoughtfully developed position. It reflects your capacity for thoughtful, well-reasoned approaches to the difficulties that we're all going to encounter. All right, let me go on. Let me get to the third step. This is when finding and using your voice comes in. You have to be able to state your preferences and your desires. And this is frightening for some people. But you got to get in the habit of stating your preferences in tiny ways, in small ways. I'm going to give you a very silly, for instance, from my own life. I went to a restaurant that had outdoor dining with a good friend, and she asked if I wanted to sit indoors or out. Well, I said indoors. And when we got to the table, she said, geez, Michael, it would have been nice to sit and eat outside. I was so confused because she asked me where I wanted to sit, and I told her. It took me a minute to realize that she wasn't advocating for what she wanted, even on something as small as where we sat. So I said, if you wanted to sit outside, why didn't you just say so? She said, I'm trying to be polite. I told her, look, all you had to say was, hey, Michael, I want to sit outside today. I'd have sat outside just because she's my friend and she asked and we could sit inside the next time. My point in telling you about my dining experience with my friend is this. It's okay to state your preferences. It's okay to get in the habit on the little things so that you can do it when big things come up. Now, I want to turn to the workplace. I want to get specific about self-advocacy in the workplace. And this is my fourth step. Know the value that you, through the contributions of your work, bring. Now, did you notice this? I did not say know your worth. I hate that phrase. There's no way to measure or quantify a person's value or worth. You are an immeasurably wonderful human being whose worth and value have no bounds. So please don't run around saying, I know my worth. What you want to be crystal clear on is the value that you bring through your work. How does what you do impact the organization's bottom line? If you're not in a profit-driven organization, how does what you do further the organization's mission? If you're in volunteer service, how do your contributions make the vision reality? This is my point. You have to understand what you bring and its value in the larger organization. Once you assess that, you can be more confident in advocating for yourself. Now. You also have to identify your objectives, and that's the fifth step. As you're advocating for yourself, you have to have clear objectives. What do you want to accomplish? What's negotiable? What's not? Those questions are good starting points for clarifying your objectives. There's there's a little bit more. 
As you think about your objectives, you have to stay focused on remaining in alignment with your core values. And that's why it's so important to develop your self-awareness. Knowing your objectives is important, and that leads to being able to communicate them. And that's the sixth step. Ask for what you want. Get comfortable stating your needs and your desires. Think about how you communicate. Do you use an energetic tone? Do you use language that's unambiguous, that conveys your point? How about your eye contact? Are you giving the death stare or are you keeping up appropriate eye contact? You know the death stare does not win allies. Let's go a little deeper on this confident communication because it's so critical for self-advocacy. Make sure the pace of your communication isn't rushed, isn't nervous, or too hurried. Take the time to modulate your voice and pace yourself so other people can absorb what you're saying. That doesn't mean speaking so slowly that you put people to sleep. This last step, the seventh step, this one is all about relationships. Self-advocacy requires that you have a vibrant network of champions and supporters. These are the folks that help you use your voice. They encourage you to be your best, to do your best, and to excel. Ultimately, I think the goal in self-advocacy is to develop the confidence to advance your thoughts, your objectives, and your opinions. It's about getting comfortable asserting yourself on the issues that matter most to you. It's essential to advancing your brand. You cannot have a powerful, positive brand if you aren't courageous about the things that are important to you. I want you to remember this about self-advocacy. If you have fear, doubt, or uncertainty, it's okay. We all start our developmental journeys at different stages and in different places. Just step out on faith and speak up a little. Try areas where the stakes are low. The more you advocate, the better you'll get at it. The more you do it, the more confident you'll become. The more you do it, the better able you are to advance your brand. So I want to wrap up now. I want you to remember Bob Marley's words. Get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight. That's our mantra for self-advocacy and our mantra for building powerful, positive, personal brands. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.